here on the, my right, we have Blake, and he's going to be giving in interviews and um, also giving opportunities for industry people out there. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and give it right over to him. What's going on, Blake? Um, it is going good. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm doing fantastic. All righty. Uh, who do we have here today? Um, here we have Erica and Jonathan. Hi. Hey, y'all. Thanks, Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you guys for being on the episode. Yeah. <laughs> totally excited. Yes. Thanks for having us. Do you have some questions to start out for us here, Blake? Um, to ask Erica? Yes, I do have a question for Erica here. Okay. Um, so, Erica, you said you kind of wanted to get into the um, doing everything, kind of like you doing a like you want to do a little bit of everything, so yes. Um, so like, um, can you tell us a little bit of tell us a little more about your future goals? Yeah, well, um, well, future goals to be a cinematographer, really, like in full spectrum. But my background is acting, so I come from, you know, I studied theater in college, and so I also had a journalist like studied mass communications, you know, television broadcasting. So I know how to do a lot of the video editing because of that. It was kind of a long time ago, so it was actually when you would cut and splice actual film. <laughs> yeah. Now, you know, it's all digital, so it's, like, much easier to use, right? Mm -hmm. So using Premiere and stuff. So I really, like, mostly be, well, usually was in front of the camera for a very long time, but I really am interested now being behind the camera and, like, all of it, you know, how it... To help you kind of, like, uh, like fully realize, like, projects that you're working on, that you want to work on. So like right. You, even if you're, like in front or behind the camera, you can kind of figure out like what both sides are. Exactly. I mean, because I have been in front of the camera, I mean, I know a lot of stuff with the lighting and compositions and just, you know, settings and everything. And so now I kind of, because I've been in the business for so long, kind of, I would probably say over 20 years, and I worked in Los Angeles, so I was in Hollywood for nine years. So I worked in every studio a lot, worked with amazing directors. Amazing actors, actresses, you know, I mean, the best of the best. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> oh, you guys are giving me way, way too much credit. No, but thank you. Um, but no, but I was very blessed to be on set a lot and, you know, to work, like, on the ER series finale, you know, the very last show. And it was just like, so I've been blessed in a lot of ways doing commercials to film, TV, all of it, industrials. I actually did, you know, safety training videos for 10 years. And so that was a lot of stunt work. Okay. Yeah, you know, throwing me off a building and you know, like put out fires and like so it's like really crazy. So I I love it. Like to me, it's just so interesting and so fun. And you know, I love being creative in every way possible. And it's just like I don't know. I just gotta express that, right? And then I love making movie magic, as I always say. But um, yeah, so I was more in front of the camera, which I still love because actually Blake, we shot a video yesterday. Or, which is really, really good on the boardwalk here in Austin. And it's such a beautiful like scenery. It was just, and John, Jonathan helped as well. He was like the rapper. And so we really did a really good collaboration of like, just this really cool, it was a beautiful song. And we worked with what we could work with um, and it came out amazing so far. So yeah, so, but my future goals is like, yeah, like I wanted to create more content of just like, I mean, from short films to full lengths to anything, like anything. Yeah, you I, your hands on. 
Yes, exactly. Like, I just, oh my God, I just love it. It's my passion. It's my drive. It's my love. It's my everything. Like, I, if I'm not acting or, like, doing anything with, with a camera, yeah. like, I'm not living, right? That's no. literally how I feel. Like, so, oh, yeah. even, yeah, so, you know, it's your passion as well, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And so, we created some really good stuff yesterday, and we're going to continue on. We have a few more scenes to shoot. It's extremely emotional, uh-huh. but um, I was... Like, so you're helping out with that? Yeah, he was, he was a rapper. Oh. Yeah, he played the rapper. He's actually the one who presented the song to me, so it's called uh, She's So Beautiful by Enough. And it's the words are like amazing and very fitting to kind of my life. So it kind of hit home, and they didn't have a video, so we were like, hey, let's try to do our own version of the video and see maybe they might like it or something. And just, you know, just kind of play around. be lit. Oh, it is, yeah. The footage, I've already seen the footage. <laughs> No, I already see the footage, and it's amazing already, so it's really cool, because this is the first time I got to work with Blake, you know, as, you know, um, he was the camera guy, cinematographer, like, everything, and so it was really cool, because we had just met recently, and he said, you know, he was heavily into the film business, as I'm trying to now network. major connector right here. Oh, God. He, yeah. He's a, little, he's a little facetious about it, but oh, yeah. humble, humble. Yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Yeah, and I managed to get... Um, I asked for us to get uh, Julia and Corey connected. Yeah, majorly. Oh, nice. oh, you did? Yes. Oh, no kidding. Yes. No, no kidding. That's, That's awesome. awesome. He brought yeah. this industry podcast together. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. We got some yeah. right here. Yeah. Let's go. Let's go. I know. It's awesome. And it's very cool. So are you finished with your answer or can I ask you another question? Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. And so for... <clears throat> Yeah. So, I'm, so I'm going to ask these questions to both Erica and Jonathan now. Um, so can you, um, do you guys have any favorite movies you'd like to share with us? Or, or um, and what are some of your favorite um, TV shows you like to watch? Go for it, John. No, really? It's <laughs> like that. All right. Um, all right. Favorite movies. I mean, you got to put Training Day in there. Um... One of my dad's Let's see. Um, the Wolf of Wall Street gotta be up there. Um, TV shows. Why don't we go with Dexter? I mean, Erica was in it. Yeah, it was so. Yeah, I have not that's seen Dexter. Dexter actually. Yeah. Oh my god! No, I, I do, and it's, it's a lot of killing. Because I love a lot of killing. Com- <laughs> I love serial killer stuff, and I love that like kind of genre as a whole. So I really should watch it. <laughs> yeah, no, this is a good show. It was really good. Um, but yeah, no, I, like my favorites have so many. It's kind of hard to really like narrow it down. But I mean, I'm more so about the actors or the actresses that really yeah. transform themselves. Kind of like Charlize Theron, you yeah. know, where she's so beautiful and then she can like gain weight and look yeah. like a totally different Keep person. Like, I, yeah, a monster. I mean, so I like you know um, people that can really transform themselves. So that's more like what I am versus like my favorite movies is this. You know, well, yeah. I, you know, like from really impressive performances. Exactly. Yeah. That's more where I'm at. You know, because yeah. and if it's bad acting, I really it's hard for me to watch the movie. <laughs> I have to just turn it off. I'm just like I cannot. Like 
in, yeah. in your, you know. See, I, I, I can, I can kind of let stuff like that go just because I'm into the cheesiness of some movies. Okay, good but, for you. But that's just because <laughs> I can't I, do cheesy. I can't do cheesy. I'm just like always like when I watch those movies, I'm like, I'm really letting myself go here because if I was gonna be critical, I could have a lot yeah. of comments. Like, you know, right. this movie's trash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just like, pointing it out. But, like, you know, there's heads exploding, so it's okay. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's where I can't do it. Like Joe Bill status. It's too fake, though. Yeah, you know? like, it's over but, the top. Like I don't know. Yeah, I, a, lot of, a lot of people when like like you see like Quentin Tarantino squibs and stuff. Like when people get shot in his movies, they just like oh my it's gosh, just, like a fountain of blood. It's like too yeah, much. squirting everything. Yeah. Like, too much. I love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> it's so over the top. But see, I mean, I do. The, I mean, he's obviously one of the best. But and Robert Rodriguez, I actually worked with him too. Oh, wow. But it was just um, so the, they're a little outrageous in that sense. But yeah. I kind of like more realistic, like mm-hmm. you know. Um, like real stuff, you know, yeah. like, I don't know, that to me when it's like over the top or aliens or sharks, you know, <laughs> you know, flying and Takes you all that, like, like the, yeah, the I just, story. yeah, and then, you know, being in the business, I look at everything in a technical aspect, which is not as cool because I'd like to be entertained, you yeah. know, like, like everybody would be, yeah. oh, this is entertaining, but to me, I feel more like technical, you're just like oh, yeah, yeah, exactly, that right. background thought it was really bad, or that really lighting better. did not work, or like, you know, just, it's very technical is where yeah. I look at movies, so it's kind of good, good and bad. That's but, why I have you know. to rewatch movies, like, especially if I watch Definitely. a movie in a movie theater and I really like the story, I'll have to, like, go back because there'll be, I know that there'll be parts, like, in the movie that I'll be like, Thinking about the lighting, I'm like, oh, how did they do this in the He's movie? Like, you yeah. don't even pay attention. Yeah, yeah. you like, just, you're you're just like, like, what is going on with this lighting? And then when like, you rewatch yeah. it, like by the third time, you're like, I got everything. Out of yeah, <laughs> like yeah. even if I took a bathroom break, I definitely came <laughs> back for that bathroom break scene. Right. Yeah. So no. uh, another question I have: sure. um, um, How much time do I have left? I right, keep going, keep going. I think okay. I could do like time. So you can just talk to me, Blake. Talk to me. Okay. Give um, it to me. So. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Right. <laughs> so, um, do you have a favorite? Uh, do you have a favorite actor or actress that you like? I mean, really, Charlize Theron. I mean, she's my favorite because she does always transform. I mean, just like mm-hmm. Monster, for instance. Mm-hmm. I mean, she gained all that weight, and I mean, I guess you know, she just looked totally different, you know. Mm-hmm. And even she did a really good job in uh, was it Bombshell? Yeah. You know, she was cool. same thing, and now you know, based on true story as well. But so. Uh, She's one of my favorites, really, because she does transform herself. And so even the actors, you know, Matt Damon mm-hmm. or, you know, Matthew McConaughey. Leonardo they, DiCaprio. Well, they lose a lot of weight or they gain yeah. a lot of weight. Which Christian is really, Bale. Yeah, he, yeah. He, he's a little over top. <laughs> yeah, right? he goes over I love Christian Bale, but, like, on set, he's a little, ooh, Well, see, know? that was like, I was having a co- or I think yeah. I heard a conversation about somebody talking about how he got uh, skinny for The Machinist, and that was, like, right. one of his worst movies. And yeah. I was like... I don't think I've actually. Oh, maybe if I have seen it, I don't remember watching it, so I can't really comment. I actually on don't it, even remember either. So. I, I actually remember that one picture. Totally of him watching it tonight, like, though. He's like doing this crooked little thing, and he looks. He was looks it American Psycho really though? American yeah. Psycho is amazing. That's top notch. That was really good. So I mean, he has. I need to return He's really great, stuff. but I, you know, can, I've heard difficult on set, but. Oh really? I mean, I, I don't know. So I'm not gonna say. Oh, Tom Cruise, but, yeah. Tom Cruise over there. A little Tom Cruise-ish, <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm yeah, going to space, guys. There's some divas. Perfect. Divas and divas on set, so that's kind of like interesting working because I was working in Hollywood for so long. I got to see all of it, right? Yeah. So like Tom Hanks was just so easygoing and okay. chill and just like that's that's good to hear. The that's nicest hear. guy in the world, like he would, you know, the catering guy, like and anybody, he treated them all equally. Like nobody was like below him. Or, like he 
was just the nicest guy to work around and That's be amazing. around. Yeah, and he just was so cool. So I, I really, there's a lot of, you know, divas that it was just like really, you know, very yeah. particular, like, oh, I need this certain kind of food or I need all white sheets and, in my trailer water. and I have to have white, <laughs> you know, flowers and white curtains. And it was just kind of like a little ridiculous. Yeah. But, so, I mean, you know, that's hard with, like, working with other actors. But it was really cool being there in L.A. because I got to see it, like, big time. You know, yeah. like, like Austin's top, a great from scene. from the top of the top. Right. What, they, uh, yes. like, what, the, what the industry people do. Exactly. From, like, the best Hollywood crew, movie. the best, you know, camera equipment, or all equipment, to mm -hmm. the best actors, the best everything. So yeah. I was very blessed to have experienced all of that. And that taught me so mm -hmm. much. Even if mm -hmm. it was, like, doing, like, background and very small parts. It was still so beneficial to me. Yeah, in how much way. insight do you think that gives you on like you, whenever you're working on a personal project? Like, does does that help you a lot? Like, planning it out or like even just shooting it? Oh, absolutely, yeah. Because I got to see it on a, like a really professional standpoint, yeah. right? So the storyboarding, I mean, planning from everything. So yeah, it really did kind of make, you know make me a lot like more professional with it versus just hey, sure. let's wing it, let's try this out, yeah. this by work. And which still works DIY. sometimes too, improving and all that. It still works, yeah. but yeah. It's I mean, just yeah. nice to have that. Like when you have the budget, the crew, and all, and you know, just the director, oh, yeah. everybody there to do the work all day. Then you know, it just makes it easier because you're not. There's not people like, oh, well, I'm gonna come at three and yeah. they're late, and then it's like, yeah. okay, well, like Absolutely. we can get this done, but it's gonna it's gonna take a little bit longer. Yeah, well, that's just, you know, Texas. <laughs> Texas tends to be a little kind yeah. of flaky in that sense. So yeah. it's like I, Austin, not so much. I think they're very professional. Yeah. And and handling things, and people will show up. They get booked, and like you know, it's very professional here in Austin. So I'm really excited to be back here. Yeah. Um, it's been like a year now. New Hollywood. Yeah, it is a new Hollywood. <laughs> new so Hollywood. yeah. And I was here 20 years ago and was doing very well. 20 years ago, I was actually working for a casting director, which I learned a lot from just doing that as well. We were just holding auditions all day long. Yeah. So I got to see every actor so nervous. I mean, they're sweating and yeah. just like shaking and I'm like, oh my God, I do that too. Yeah, but then, then watching <laughs> that, I learned going like, you know, it's no, it's not, it's not that serious. Yeah. It's not a big deal. Mm. And then, you know, as an actor, you really want to stand out, right? To get mm -hmm. that part, you have to say something different or you have <clears> to just stand out. So that that's really important. But yeah, I mean, I've learned, I try to learn all aspects of the business from like the filming to the casting to acting to all of it because I just so love it so much. Yeah. You know, I'm just like, so. Like, Can you go into that more? Like you're saying like stand out. So like when you're casting, like, I mean, everybody has like the same script. Like, like what's an example you might give that I mean, it's, it's, it's your entrance even, right? So yeah. you walk in and it's just like, you know, just your little jibber jabber, like, hey, yeah. what's going on? How are you guys doing? Like, uh -huh. you know, oh my God, I'm whatever. Yeah. You know, I had a, I had a like crazy a night. Body movement and Body stuff. movements, it's, it's something or making up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it just like, it shows them right away, like what you could possibly do with the character. Mm -hmm. right. Right? right. Right. You know, that's kind of what I would have, like, you know, if I was a casting director what I'd be looking for is like is this person going to impress me when they walk in or is it going to be like every other person exactly <laughs> well you know you're you're in I mean literally watching what hundreds of hundreds of auditions yeah. and it's like oh next <laughs> next day. next but when somebody comes out and they act you know just so expressive or different or like hey or flirt with you or whatever it may be it, they stand out mm -hmm. and you remember them and so that's really like you know from the actor standpoint in auditioning that's really what you want to do you have to stand out like you have to any way each way i mean it could be like you know they're asking to see okay let's you know you're slating I mean, most people don't know about slating but that's you you know saying that your name 
and then your agency, and then you do like you know, your peripherals, so they see the way you look and stuff. But it, just the simplistic of how you even do your peripherals, you know, yeah. it's like you turn and you're just like, hey, you know what I mean? So it's like <laughs> these little things. Yeah. They're like, oh, that person's cool, and yeah. they'll remember yeah. you, mm -hmm. and then they pass it along, you know, you know, the casting director, obviously, to the producers and everything who actually do the final. Yeah. Um, like decisions and so it's just you know it's all learning process mm -hmm. and it really does take a lot of years they usually said that you know it takes 20 years to be a successful actor yeah oh, i mean i'm kind of there so i'm hoping yeah. it'll happen here yeah. in austin but um, yeah you know it's i love it though so yeah. much it's really really cool it just i just love being on any kind of set and learning that's so, awesome yeah. and, and especially because like it just shows how much you love your craft oh my god yeah like obsessed with it like yeah <laughs> if i'm not I acting i'm stop. like oh <laughs> yeah if i'm not acting or filming or something i'm not living is how i feel like yeah. literally it's that dire like for me you know no i got you and so uh one more question i have for you but um so what exactly triggered your interest in working in film in the film industry what um so can you share with us yeah. um, can you share with us on what started your um, film industry adventure okay so you guys are gonna laugh but <laughs> so it was really because people that know me would laugh and be like really so no i i started off as theater when i was young mm -hmm. but i played the virgin mary in the oh, catholic wow. church is my dad's deacon <laughs> and so i played the virgin mary and i did it in english and i did it in spanish and i was like cool. you know very very young yeah. But, I, you know, I could remember lines very easily. I have a photographic memory, so I literally can see a script, and I literally can see every line. So anytime yeah. other actors would be like, line, I would even say their line. Like, yeah. I can, it's kind of crazy, so cool That's that one. <laughs> blessed cool. in that way as well. But maybe it was God or the Virgin Mary that blessed me. <laughs> I don't really Mary. know. Yeah. But, yeah, that was my first, like, acting gig, and got standing ovation at church it got a lot of praise mm -hmm. like people were like oh my god that was so moving and it, it was just you know i was a little girl um, mm -hmm. and that felt so, Wait, so good. how old were you in elementary school like, oh wow yeah so you can see fourth grade so i was very young but i love the excitement of yeah. it, you know like the attention that i got and just like oh my god people were like praising me afterwards you did so mm -hmm. good and you know to me i was just having fun yeah. you know pretending yeah. And it just continued on, and I just was really into theater. So, you know, high school, even college, I was my minor because my parents oh, wow. would let me major yeah. in it because, like, what are you going to really do with theater? Yeah, right. You know, teach it. I'm like, no, okay, I get it. Yeah. So that's why I got my degree in mass communications and okay. television okay. broadcasting. But that's smart. It's, I still use it with the video editing yeah, portion of it, of you know, so it's really cool. But yeah, I mean, that's really what it was, was like playing the Virgin Mary. That's, like, that's what got me into awesome. it. <laughs> yeah. And it just that felt like that's just what I was meant to do. Yeah. Like, you know, that was my mm, life purpose to entertain yeah. people one way or another. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? That's so, yeah. Cool. That's awesome. Great question, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. We're right at 20 minutes. So okay. That's that segment. Okay, cool. Should should we film like a little transition where I like where like Blake ends it and then he throws it back to me or something? And then I'm like, now we're gonna go to Corey's segment. With insights. Yeah. <laughs> okay. You want to do that? Um, so just say, uh, I guess just like thank her for coming on and then um, tell say her name. Email address and stuff? Huh? Should I say my email address and stuff? Yeah, so do the call, um, then do uh, do an outro for her, and then if you want to give like your information, like your Insta or like, you know. Yeah, contacts, sure. Like, yeah. Okay, so. Um, we'll put that up on the screen, so just, you don't have to like. Verbally say it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, um, well, here's the outro for me, Blake Kraft, and um, 
I'm here at Paradox Productions. I'm here on Fifth Street, and um, and thank thank you guys, uh, Jonathan and Erica, for being for being here with us. Pleasure thank to see you, here, bro. Appreciate yeah, the opportunity. This is a lot of fun. And so, um, if you wanna if you wanna reach out to me, my e email is blakecraft8 at gmail.com, and I will and I will be um, and I will I will do my best and uh, assisting you in whatever you got to do, and. If you got a film project going on, bring it here at paradoxproductions.com. It will, it will, we will do our best to make it work. And so, so now I'm going to switch to Julian. Hey, what's going on, y'all? That was the interview portion of the industry podcast. We are going to switch it over to our insight information, uh, insight information segment with Corey. And that's why we got this podcast called the industry podcast where yes. we talk about the industry. It's a very generic term, the industry, but we try to keep it about nerdy shit because Julian and I were both from the AV world. Yes, sir. And, uh, we like, we like the term industry. It makes us feel cool. We, yes. we like the term film, makes even though official. we shoot on SD cards because yeah. we feel way cooler when we say film. Like I filmed that Hey man, on my I've phone. shot on film before. I've shot on film before. Yeah. Like that's see, then we are both cool. Yeah. That makes us cool. <laughs> if you're trying to describe like pre-digital film, it's kind of difficult now. Cause it's like, I filmed that. Did you film that? No, no, no. I pressed record on my smartphone. See, that would be the, I shot that. That's like, that's yeah. like I'm a shooter. That's like, that's like if, especially music video shoot, uh, videographers, they always like, oh, oh, you got to check out this shooter, man. He mm -hmm. he shoots all the best music videos. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but Second is he a videographer though? Is he a video, is he a yeah. DP? Does he know a camera? <laughs> And DP can be used for anything. Anyways, yeah, anything it's the industry. Other than one camera. It's the spectrum of industry. It's the highs. It's the lows. It's the pre-digital. It's the post-digital. Yep. Post-digital is just you just got cameras in your eyes, and you replace your eyes with cameras, and you're constantly live streaming. We're going past Google Glass here. It, me and my me and my my good friend Clark. Uh, we talk about uh, the pod as like this, as like this pipe dream in the distant future. It's like just take us to the pod, man, and it's just like it's our just imagined idea that we're trying to conjure into reality, where you just get into this like Matrix style pod. You've seen yeah. the Matrix, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get in this Matrix style pod, and it's just like great headphones, VR, everything, like flashlight attached to you, and it's just it's over. And that's how you experience. And that's just the rest of your life. That's humanity. It's like just take my data. Give me free movies. Well, I'm, we I'm might cool. as well. Cool. We might as well be. Elon Musk already says we're like 50-50 simulation right here. So I could see that. I could see that. I mean, if I was taking like my experience from when I was younger to now, I would say that this is the more surreal experience. <laughs> when I, I was younger, so. it felt more, so. more real. It felt yeah. like normal. <laughs> now everything's too hectic. <laughs> it's a little bit um, like social media. Not to sound like generic or anything, but social media is part of the industry now. It's like taking over what marketing is. Marketing used yep. to be, you know, hand drawn. You hand draw something, you scan it, you print it, and there's your your store sign or whatever. Yep. And now it's like the difference between infographics and psychographics, and like, uh, or yeah, demographics is like age, gender, yeah. and that's it. Are you a Mary or a fucking yeah. sir? <laughs> And now it's like, what is your deepest yeah. dreams? And based what on what your like your deepest fears, 
is whether you like Tide or what's another laundry detergent? Uh, like, like the pure, pure one that has. Uh, yeah, I was like, is it pure? Like the lesbian version? Yeah. It's like the pure. <laughs> downy, like, downy. Downy, yeah. Tide or downy. With, it's like based on like your, your innermost dreams. Like you might be in the closet or something like that. And that, <laughs> that determines whether you like Tide or downy. And, and <laughs> it's wild. Yeah, but the way that they can do the guessing too is just in, it's insane. Like yeah. I, it happens every day on my phone. And it's, it's like, um, yeah, it's, it's easy to be in a bubble. And that's why, that's why the pod is like this, like this, this distant thing, like using our fingers to be on a, to like interact with a phone that's like wants way more data. Like Elon Musk said that it's like, he said something like our output is super low and he wants that brain link thing. Yeah. Neuralink. Because he just wants the interaction, the data, like extraction from humans to be at a faster frequency yeah and what is this like scrolling with our thumbs we're like we're we're, we're past it's not our direct. we're past our primal like our primate selves <laughs> even though it doesn't seem like that like no. there's yeah i mean i mean I we had a we had a wrestling we I had a wrestler like in the white from house technology definitely but like there's that there's that integratedness that it, you know it's it's creeping yeah. <laughs> it's creeping it's I feel the wires up. like slowly just like putting themselves into my skin. Yeah. Yep. Up to the, my neural links and my uh, what is the the spinal cord? <laughs> so it was the, the thing right up at the base of the spine. Exactly. Exactly. I, I had like I wrote like some music lyrics and this is like an old art project. I wrote some music lyrics and like took this picture and I'll have to show it to you or like put it uh, put it right here. <laughs> I called it note of addiction. And it was just about the addiction to the phone and like, like, what does it mean Yeah. to like, because it was just, ta- it was taking over everything while I was in college. It was just like, nobody talked to anybody. Yeah. And we're all 20 awesome. somethings. Like, why are we not being social? Yeah. Right. And it was already, <laughs> why do I care about like what I'm posting or like, even if I have posts yeah. or like what people see and like, or even if like especially on multiple platforms like you'll go from like oh uh, I'm going to check Instagram right now no mm-hmm. I now I want to check Facebook I don't even use Facebook but I still check it I don't know why yeah <laughs> just get that dopamine rush that feels uh, good we still got that sense like you know the the things we use the most is what we keep so I think yeah. our dopamine receptors are going to be massive like the next like stage of evolution yeah. is just going to be all about like fun like right now it's just like almost like a like if we were addict like drug addicts like you know we, we got a pretty low tolerance right now but like yeah we're just building that we tolerance. are lightweights to like yeah. ring in that bell <laughs> yeah so compared to what social be, media can honestly output like, like if you do, if you're not connected into the system for like a couple hours of the day then you're literally gonna like die <laughs> Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna fall apart. Yeah, <laughs> my mental state is peeling. <laughs> like, yeah, just the walls are just starting to peel off. You just start hallucinating because you can't like see that in lingerie models latest post. Oh, <laughs> uh, and like, yeah, I, I don't know. I could her. talk for years about that, but this is about the industry. This is about everything. Um, social media, um, film, AV world. What Julian and I. Uh, I have experience in is uh, like I would call it like the generic like flavorless mm-hmm. AV world where Definitely. it's it's just bread and butter screens projectors Definitely. corporate world of CEOs showing up in some corporate room or not corporate room but like a hotel ballroom yeah and 
there's like days and days of preparation just to, to get this dude to talk for an hour. Yeah, people then, don't realize. People yeah. don't realize it. It's really crazy. Like, uh, if you're if you're like ever going to those events, it, it seems like, like even when you're leaving, like it seems like that ballroom's just gonna be empty when you leave, and nothing else is gonna happen. But a lot of stuff does happen. Yeah, and <laughs> and it's incredible that, like, yeah. So we're we're just moving the the, the curtain away from from this world. And uh, things I want to talk about in that world is like, you got some great stories about it, like miking oh, yeah. up George Bush, like in between yep. his painting sessions. <laughs> yes, yes. He sir. comes out and says some shit about yeah, WMDs, but we his WMDs are like those. his new energy drink, the WMD. <laughs> I just love something. painting those soldiers. They, they they got all those memories of me bombing the Iraqis out. <laughs> But exactly, it's like it, 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 we have we have those kind of stories where, like, you know, I've I've been doing it for, uh, or at least before COVID, I was doing it for about uh, four years. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, you do a lot of shows, and you know, it kind of goes by in a blur. But when you look yeah. back at it, you're like, man, those are some crazy, crazy like moments, wild times, like interesting coworkers. Right, yeah. right. <laughs> the whole, the whole ladder, and just like, um, yeah. So you have you have some memories about that. You have some insights about that. You have some great stories about mm-hmm. that. And I'm I'm kind of the the nerdy side. That's what I want to yes, talk sir. about, and just kind of move the curtains out. And so, like, let's let's put it like this. Let's just bring it back to the top. So, like, uh, you know, Alphabet Soup, like the L8s, the F8s, the FS7s, the A7s, A63. All those, all like those I, I forgot a bunch, like the XRs. <laughs> what are all these models? What is what is all this? Um, and like, what is like a bullshit marketing term? And what is useful? Um, and typically, it's like the tiny print on an AC adapter is like the most useful thing in in yeah. our profession. It's like the only thing that you need to look for. Like yeah. the only thing you are looking for when you're looking at a cable, like or like or like the the power supply. Exactly. Um, so like just to start with a nerdy thing, like XLR, like the mics we're using, like the XLR, it just means power left and right. Yep. That's what that means. Um, and yeah, I don't have anything else written down for that. That was just kind of a tangent. There's fancy ways to, to wrap XLR. Like if you're an AV guy, you know, there's, there's over under then basically every, like if you're true AV, you would say every other way is not the right way. It's over under. (laughs) Like, uh, but there's, you know, you can be technical with it. You don't want to get the cables all, you know, tangled yeah. up. Um, you know, there's different lengths that you want for XLR cables and especially things to note, like when you're, when you're trying to get longer distances, yeah. like you don't want to, you don't want to connect too, too many, like no, no, like how long you're throwing your audio. Like mm-hmm. if you have a hundred foot, you need to go hundred feet. Is it better to use a hundred foot cable or is it better to use like, you know, a bunch of mangled, like, you know, varied distances to get to yeah. 100 feet. No, it's better to use the 100-foot cable, guys. This is one cable. No, Stretch no. it all, all the way out. <laughs> but not for HDMI cables. Mm-mm. You need something called an HDMI booster to go above 70 feet. Yep. And yep. if you're at the back of a ballroom or auditorium or, like, the AT&T Center in San Antonio or something like that, mm-hmm. You're gonna need an HDMI booster. You're gonna need like SDI converter, maybe. Yeah, this, that, exactly. That was, that was usually pretty popular. It would be you go from the the tech the tech uh, booth 
to you know out of the video converter you go to the converter box hdmi converter box sdi all the way to the video projectors get split but like that would always be, sdi is always better for a than hdmi at least for to get the video to a longer location exactly and so what do you know the like the acronym for hdmi it's high definition See, I don't know. I don't know the full one. It's high definition. I think the eyes are the same. The interface, that standard interface. definition interface, is SDI. Okay. So okay, HDMI. Okay. I'm not sure what the M means. I'll the have to M, look it up. Yeah, I'm not sure either. But we just, just know it's high definition. Just because, that's yeah, that, like, that's yeah. what I, when I was growing up, like before. I mean, obviously, I used components when I was younger. But like, yeah. when, when HDMI's came out, they were a big enough deal that like. You know, it was just, oh, just take the term. Like, you know, HDMI. Like, oh, whatever. I don't know what it means. Exactly. <laughs> uh, and also what we want to talk about is, um, yeah, just, just do deep dives into that. And, like, some of the fun things we'll do is just, like, describe, you know, in photography, describe, like, what type of person would buy a Sony a7? What type of person would buy a Nikon? Yeah. What type of person owns a Canon? Yeah. And, I mean... It varies. It's it's really interesting. It really does. And that's like the one of the coolest insights about marketing is you can make something, you can make a water bottle have a blue label instead of a red label and like a certain personality will buy it. Yeah. Um, and it's really interesting. No, it's I, really I, especially because like, yeah, it's like finding out like what really triggers like small little psychological impulses for people. Like, you yeah. know. It's, 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 you could go like it's super in depth with it, really. Like it's infinite. <laughs> it's infinite. It's infinite. It's like, why, why do I have a pen in my hand? It, well, it's, it's like a nervous tick. Well, what do I buy based on and why would my you nervous buy that particular pen for your nervous tick? Exactly. It could go endless. We can it make has, it hilarious too. It has the nice little rubber grip. Yeah. It clicks. I See, Julian click. has like the clicky, like clicky. rubber grip. That means he it's likes hentai porn or something yeah, I know. ridiculous it's like I that. Have a shiny, shiny blue pen. You know, I can't go with black. <laughs> And I just got the, special. I got the business like clear, Office. like I got nothing to hide, you know, <laughs> I really am this lame, like, and he's got like, I'm an artist. I had a show in New York. in this pen is what I, is like, I, I'm, I'm hidden, you know, like, it I could have be levels. anything. I'm like, I'm like a, like a what, ogre. <laughs> I'm like a ogre. I'm, I'm like, I'm like an onion layer. You got onion layers. That's what it is. That's, I was like, yeah. what's the joke from the Shrek? It's ogres are like onions. Yeah. I'm like and they that. got layers and layers and layers. Um, yeah, and uh, I think I think we're way past our. We want to do 15 minute segments, yeah. so we'll we'll make this nice and tight. Yeah. But this is our pilot episode, so we get to do whatever we want, and just kind of we'll see go where it goes. We want. Yeah, we got a treatment of what we want, you know, and and like, uh, you know, with from my notes here, it's just like some experience stuff like that. I've I've had experience in all aspects, live streaming. Um, audio production, like my, my first foray in a tech was um, 17 days on a, uh, a feature film production in 2014. I was oh, like just a, just a shitty long-haired college kid <laughs> with a shitty apartment and left right. for 17 days, no pay, <laughs> oh. in the sticks of northern Minnesota and just Damn. made it happen somehow with go, a man. bunch of Californians that came in and like film you know, like inner city film students that like were tr training with red dragons and like practical Damn. film. And I learned on set and it was super fun. And that's what you got to do, especially like in film, you know, there's not always a budget. There's not always, 
like a ton of people that are all in a group that want to do something and they believe in the idea. A lot of times it's like one person and they're like, Hey, I had this idea. One person who's like, really like really passionate really passionate it. very task oriented anything they want at anything they want to get yeah they want to see it through to the end even if like it ends up being super like bad or not what no they longer expected. No, yeah no matter how long it takes or something like that but exactly. um, yeah so like i'd say like what i love is is the tech side the post-production side mm-hmm. um like premiere pro audition like all the the whole adobe suite you know, fuck Adobe, but also it's <laughs> right. great when we it works. We you, but we hate you at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it's a love-hate relationship with every editor. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, just having insight into that, just understanding, like, sequences, understanding um, encoding, understand, like, CBR, VBR, constant bitrate, variable bitrate, what that does to the video. What mm-hmm. the hell is H.265? What the hell is H.264? Four, yeah. Um, what difference? is MP3? Yeah. What has MP3 done to the music world, mm-hmm. which is pretty unforgivable? Yeah, no, it changed it forever. forever. Especially, especially like if you ask people like before the, every audio snob ever. Yeah, every audio snob ever, like how it was before and how they liked it working in the industry, like up until like the internet. They're like, yeah. it was way better. It was more professional. Like things happen the way that they're supposed to happen. You know, quote unquote supposed to happen. Yeah. <laughs> And then the internet came along and they're like, nope, Napster. (laughs) I'm going to listen to all of my music in .ogg format. Yeah, it's the best quality. (laughs) Flack. On my $10 Chinese earphones. (laughs) That don't even have like a little piece of like foam padding on the inside. It's just plastic. (laughs) Yeah. And it sounds so tinny. Yeah, it is like It's almost a work of art. It like shake. You hear the shake of the plastic in the headphone. Now I use my uh, true Bluetooth wireless headphones. I know I was telling you it's, about that. Yeah, That's yeah. Aggravating. Talk about I, that. I don't like how, like, I mean, you know, audio, especially listening through like headphones, we're wearing Audio Technicas right now. And uh, M20s, yeah, shout that's out. That's probably my preferred method. It's direct, you get the best quality, and yeah. it's just like, you know, there for you. Like, you know, mm-hmm. that's how it should be, mm-hmm. quote unquote, should be. But right. nowadays, like, you know, yeah, Bluetooth. I'm sure. When did Bluetooth Bluetooth actually come out? Do you oh know? God, that's a good question. See, like, it I had to have come out with um, like Sony. So one of Sony's launches of a Blu-ray player. Yeah, it's like a PS3 Blu-ray player. Because I remember like when my dad uh, was like when he had a always well, at Blackberries and like he mm-hmm. one of his, the years he got one it finally had like Bluetooth and then he was like I don't even know what it does. Like, you know. <laughs> um, so you go from like it was that, a big deal. It's yeah. like a, so like. <laughs> What is Bluetooth? Bluetooth is a marketing term for a frequency band of just um, signals. And Sony was able to patent a certain band of frequencies. And, mm-hmm. and it, it goes into the term Hertz. Like Hertz is like single, like mm-hmm. one to 10 Hertz. And that's actual 10 things. But there's megahertz, which is hundreds. And there's gigahertz, which is thousands. And if you know that, like mega and giga, it means 100 and thousand in tech. You can pretty much manage and operate yeah. a, a, a session yeah. of anything. No, for sure, for sure. And it, like it, you know, you need like a you know a thirty-two gig card in your in your soundboard. Exactly. And you know how much you know. It'll so, tell now. We're spoiled because it'll tell you how yeah. much you have. But that like LCD <laughs> screens are new to it. tech. Yeah, and and bef- before then, I mean, like you know, with 
the old heads out there, like they would be like, oh, well, you, you don't know how much, like, you know, how much, how long of a recording you do based on like the equipment you have. It's like, yeah, uh, yeah man, but it can tell me now. <laughs> exactly. So we're, we're spoiled in that way in the, in the new era. Like I know I, I'm part of this like boom operator group. Mm-hmm. We could probably talk about this in, in the next episode, but they like figured out how to link their phones and they mounted their phones to their boom pole so they could what? see what the DP seeing. Whoa. And like self position themselves and just oh, be totally self sufficient, which is what an audio guy would do was just yeah. that's just a reason not to talk to anybody. Yeah, right. Like <laughs> audio guys are great at tech because they go to amazing lengths to not talk to anybody. Not even yeah. other audio guys. It's like, no, this is like my boom pole is like everything and like I'm gonna have my mixer and I'm the best and MP3s. MP3 files suck. Exactly. <laughs> like, and whenever I was a, I know, an operator, like an audio operator for shows, that would always be my like least favorite thing. Like, I would always enjoy, yeah. like if if they if they had multiple speakers and like they would have to keep switching out, like say lavaliers. Um, I would always prefer them to just like come up. I would give them new a mic yeah. and set them up, and they go up. And when they come off, I just take it off of them, and then there's nothing else that needs to be said. They could go back to what they're doing, and I'll yeah. just do what I do. <laughs> Exactly. Exactly. Because it's because it's about focus. Like, yeah, you really want to be able to focus. And if yeah. somebody like if they get off stage and then they start asking you like, so what's the board do here? You're like, I can't tell you right now, man. There's kind of an event going on. Yeah. <laughs> um, there's, a, there's a lot of like communication things that you learn on the job oh, just yeah. to get over it. Yeah. And especially like when you're, you know, in the field that I was in, I was working in a lot of like AV, uh, AV events at hotels and yeah. uh, specifically for my job, I would be stationed at a location yeah. and then I would get hired or like they, they wouldn't, it wouldn't be get hired, but they would send me to other locations that mm-hmm. the company had to work events. So like, you know, whenever I did that, it was, uh, this is like a little bit more like I would be there like for three days to operate like a show. So I'd go there, set it up and then I would operate the show and then I'd be done with it. But working with the clients, you get like, you have to, you, you have to start out when you like, you're just being courteous. But like, as you get on, you can, you figure out like what you could really say to clients, how to talk to them and like yeah. what's appropriate. Cause they, there's some things that like, you know, a client will want to do, they'll come in, they'll be like, well, what is like, like, what what's the mic do? Like, you know, they want to be really particular. And or it, they're sometimes gonna, they're really awkward about it. Like they, yeah, like they forgot how to hold a mic. That's an extreme exactly. example, but yeah, yeah I know like, what you mean. And then, then they just overthink it. Or there's yeah. the people that like, they don't want to think about it at all. So they make it hard for you because you're like, well, can you keep the mic six inches away from your mouth? Like, yeah. you know, because I'm mixing to your position. And if you have the mic, say, at your chest, yeah. like all the way up here, I'm going to have to have, like, you know, set the levels at a that's certain the famous, way. That's the famous client talent, whoever's on. Yeah. Up here. I, I, I stepped away from the mic just now, but <laughs> yeah. right here, right here. Like, hey, hey, how you, how's everybody doing? Can you guys hear me? And then I'm, like, boosting their levels to, like, <laughs> way more than they should be. Throwing so on can, gain, low cuts yeah, yeah. to just do trade-offs. Exactly. And I'm, like, yeah. hoping that they don't so all of a sudden bring it up all real quick. So you have to bring the fader down. Real, I mean, it's you got to be particular. And, like, they will be particular. But also, like, sometimes they won't. And, uh, it's just all about like learning, like, you know, you'll figure mm-hmm. out what the best way to talk to clients is. And like, you'll get to the point where, where they'll come up to you and they'll be like, Hey, so I'm the next person. And you'll just give them the mic. And then you'll be like, just get, when you come off stage, bring it back to me. 
And yeah. then that's all you talk about. That's all there is. And then you just got to work towards that. <laughs> yeah. And just, yeah, just keep it as minimal as possible mm-hmm. with clients. And um, so the next part of this segment, it's, uh, it's just Julian. What's um, going on? And I can, I can be here too. Yes. And I just do something like this. Hey, Julian, tell us a story from the tech world. Well, it could be hilarious. Yeah, I was like, I was thinking about what kind of story I could tell today. And like, I was, I think maybe I'll probably just go with the, the story, the George Bush story. Yeah, that's um, a good, I think that's a good one. <laughs> that was definitely my, like, the, kind of towards the end of my like time. Uh, and as an AV technician in general, at least before, because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But um, I was out in LA at the time working for uh, PSAV and, um, what, what does PSAV mean? Presentation services audiovisual. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So it's, it's very, it's, very professional yeah, corporate feeling. Professional. Like I worked for audiovisual this, resources. This, this and this. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Isn't like there's, there's other companies that or AV that would have actual like normal uh, company names like uh, Freeman. Like that okay, sounds yeah. more of like a, oh, what does that company do? Yeah, we had a, nas- <laughs> a national audiovisual in our so, yeah, city, but bland. like nobody worked there. <laughs> Very planned that because a lot of the time with those companies, they don't like, they just have a couple people, uh, on call that they can call and yeah. that's all that they want to work yeah, with. Yeah. A couple people they trust and that's yeah. it. Yeah. And, and with like PSAV, uh, like I was saying earlier, like I would work, I would be stationed at a single property. So when I was mm-hmm. out in LA, I was working at the Sheraton and the universal city. Yeah. And, um, that was always really nice because like, yeah, I would go from where I lived in central LA mm-hmm. up to Hollywood, you know, or actually past Hollywood over to universal city. And, you know, it's kind of like the nicer part of LA, I would say. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I studio. work here. Yeah. You get to see all the studios, the Warner Brothers towers down over there. And like they're building at the time they were building, um, they were building the Jurassic World ride. And they were oh, also cool. starting construction on Mario World, Super Mario World at Universal. Oh, shit. I think that opens like in the summer, yeah, right? It does. It's, it's like really crazy. I got to check that out. I remember when it they were doing fun. it. Um, and yeah, so starting out there was, uh, I was always worked either there managing events or I was getting sent out to other properties, uh, to op- operate shows. Yeah. And, uh, so I, my boss, he asked me if I wanted to go to, um, the Fairmont hotel in Santa yeah. Monica to work an audio show. And he wasn't really, he didn't give me a lot of details about it, but, um, you know, I always said yes, because that's, that's when I, when I, when I from when I started, I always learned that like just if you say, say yes yeah if you say no to like something that you could do for your especially boss in or LA somebody, yeah then LA you're, people you're are just like not, oh you said no that one time thirty seven yeah, years ago like, oh, that means that you can't do audio man it's like <laughs> what no that's man. so true <laughs> so that's why it's so true I get a little intimidated but also yeah. like I want to prove that like I I want to prove that I can be the man the. They're like every man, like, you know, if they need me, I'll be there. Like, yeah. you know, oh, you guys need me to go to Santa Monica? I'll do that. Even though, is yeah, it, I was about to say Santa Monica is not great. At the time, Santa Monica was But did you nice. know what Santa Monica was? Yeah, like I had been there and okay. uh, I had actually been to a hotel right next to the one, the Fairmont. Okay, and gotcha. Yeah. That one was, uh, um, oh man, what is it called? It's called Beaches? Oh, no, no, no. 
something on the shore, beaches on the shore, something like that. Um, but that's like a really small hotel. And this one is also a really small hotel. So yeah. I figured that the event was going to be pretty simple. And, um, and he was like, okay, I'll give you the information for the director there, or he's going to call you. Then he's going to get your email and everything and get that figured yeah. out. And then as like, <coughs> as soon as he hit me back with an email, made it very clear that the secret service was involved and, uh, wow. and that the, even though it was this for a CEO conference, that it was going to be like, um, it was going to be like, they're going to have George Bush there as the keynote speaker. Yeah. So I was like, okay. Uh, and I don't, now that I'm kind of talking about this, I'm like, I don't know if I had a, I don't think I signed an NDA to do this show. But, oh, okay. but the process to do for, this show, to do the industry podcast, <laughs> to, not to do the industry, to do that, <laughs> that shit, to work the audio for that show. Um, I don't think I'd had to, I think it was actually, um, the, the secret service ended up calling me and mm -hmm. this was like a couple of weeks before because they, he had scheduled me to do it a couple of weeks before. So they called me like uh, a week and a half before the show. And they were like, um, like, are you Julian? They asked me a bunch of questions. Like, is this your social security? Do you live here? Did you come to LA? Yeah, they do all of your history. Yeah, they're like, did you come to LA at this time? And I'm like, yes. How did you guys know that? And they're like, we know everything. <laughs> but um, flight I, one flight record. I know they're like, That's if it. we catch anything on your record, you're going down. And like, I had nothing. I had literally done nothing. <laughs> I was offering them to work. That's a crazy position to be in. Yeah, it was really. It, was it sounds really, like it started as like. Oh, Oh yeah, just go to this tiny hotel yeah, and it's this, just a regular operating gig. It's going to be a normal gig, yeah. nothing, nothing special. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting like calls from the Secret Service, um, <laughs> and, like asking me about my information. And you know, I got that cleared. They did my background check and they cleared that. And um, and still, I was like waiting to talk to the director about the show. Yeah, because. I mean, in the email, he had told me that like, yeah, this is going to be the, the name of the conference. It's going to be a CEO conference. They have you know, uh, events going on or uh, they have meetings going on in several different rooms in the hotel. Yeah. You're going to be in this room and uh, you're going to be there the first day to set it up. And the second day you're going to be there is to operate it. Third day is going to be another op. And then there was actually another, the fourth day was another op. And then I, I was supposed to take the show down. And it was all probably just... Sennheiser, yeah, fifties. Well, that one, uh, we we were using Shure ninety eights, Shure okay. ninety eights um, handhelds, and okay. the, those were those were like wireless um, or yeah, those were wireless ones. And like this is it's embarrassing for me because like not I felt like I was like really into like I knew all the different names of the Shure mics because like right. I would use them all the time. And now I'm like, I, I'm trying to remember the name because there's yeah. like the normal ones that are the standard, like for the industry. Yeah, the most common ones. Are, yeah, I think it's the, the Shore. The Shore 98s. Those are the ones that like everybody uses. Are those uses. the most common? Yeah. Okay. It's like Shore 98 for that. And then for shows, for like uh, concerts, they'll use Shore 57s. Um, oh yeah. 57 is the ones I remember. Yeah. yeah. And then, and so we were using like the wireless more decked out versions of that and uh i've seen them before they have little antennas they look like routers yeah that's yeah. what you connect them to and, and they have they a have tiny huge, little lcd screen they have huge racks that you put in to connect them to the board and stuff like yeah as the, yeah wireless receivers they're pretty reliable too No, they really are and and especially if like you're doing like for, for companies out there that would like come to these hotels like mm -hmm. they sometimes would like you know come for the first year they don't really know anything like they don't know what they want they're just like oh, we just wanted somebody to talk and they're yeah. like 
okay, well, you only, how many people do you have to talk? They're like, well, we're a pretty small conference, so this is one person. Like, we only okay. have one person. And then you show them, and you rent out, they rent the gear the first year, yeah. and then they come back, and then they come back with the gear. And you're like, well, we there just go. got it because it's a single mic, and you guys made it seem easy. <laughs> so it's like, okay. You're like, yeah, true. Yeah. Yeah. But, and and, and it re- me personally, I would think that that is, like, the best way for, like, people to do that like he's even if i'm yeah. at the hotel and i'm like the one setting up the events if the people come in and say i just need to like maybe help them plug it in yeah it makes it a lot easier for me because i don't have to carry the gear to the room i don't mm-hmm. have to go back and forth especially for me i would always go back and forth because i'd forget gear yeah. or like or be like they'd be like can we get a clicker like to do the presentations and, and it's I'd like, be like oh shit that's like, like that's in go. the boxes that we stored <laughs> yeah. right by the kitchen yeah I was like, which God is like usually it. the place where you put every like everything is stored right next to the fucking kitchen yeah. where everybody else is it's because like, it's for ease, ease of access. Because like if everybody's in the you know the ballroom and there's, they have there's like the on. there's like a whole like it's like a castle. Like these auditoriums are like castles, yeah, and they, they have really like are. these back ways where all the peasants go in, and <laughs> you get they the freight. You, you got to use the freight elevators for all your AV equipment. Like yeah, they, you, you feel like great. Like if you're like inspired and interested yeah. about operating, and AV is cool, yeah. and you can. Like if somebody asks about like one person talking and they have no idea what's needed, you're like, I got this. Let me exactly. blow your mind right now. Yeah. I can do this. He's like, let me teach you a little something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I've, I've been in that position where people are like, you know, it's after the conference or something like that. And, and they asking questions and I'm, I'm just in a good mood cause it went yeah. great. And I'm just like, you know what this is? Yeah. It's a Sennheiser. Yeah. And they're like, what, what's the model? It's worth a billion dollars. <laughs> I know, right? Sennheiser <laughs> is the fanciest name, so it's the fanciest audio. <laughs> um, sponsor us, Sennheiser. I please, Audio Technica. Sennheiser, too. if you sponsor us, we'll give you a bottle of Jack Daniels. Please, sponsored by Jack Daniels, by the by way. By the way, Jack Daniels, number seven. Number lucky, lucky number seven. It's, I drink it more than I drink it like water. Hmm. Uh, that's, that's healthy. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. I drink Jack Daniels. Brand water. Oh, yeah, yeah. Filter, which they should have. They do have seltzer. I think they have. I would. Seltzer. I think I would try that. <laughs> I haven't tried a seltzer. It but I, I would good. fuck with the seltzer. I fuck with seltzers. They're not bad. Yeah. Um, I think you were talking about it. Like it gives you like a clean hangover, right? Yeah. It's because yeah, it's like or IPAs if any and stuff. You just feel like yeah. weighted down mm-hmm. and heavy, and when you wake up, you just feel like there's like a stone on your head. It's like a sleep. It's yeah. a sleep like assistant. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, but so back to, back to the, the event that I was working over there, they, I, right before I was starting the event, like they, they, I was calling, uh, the director, like, uh, like the day yeah. before, because I still really hadn't heard too much about what was happening. Like they, like I had been the hotel once or twice, mm-hmm. but like I hadn't, I hadn't really done that much work there. So I didn't know which room they were even telling me that I was going to be doing the, right, the event. Right. <laughs> and, uh, and you're talking about like, yeah, you walk into like hotels, you just like opulent ceilings and stuff. Yeah. And that was very much like my experience here in uh, Texas. Like you walk yeah. into these hotels here and they're all like, you know, they're all pretty regal. really, really fancy. Yeah. And they got high ceilings. You just like feel like small in them. And yeah. over in LA, there was definitely some hotels like that. Some hotels like that, like I can't remember the name, the, maybe it was the, the Westin in downtown over there. They had, they filmed total recall in. Oh wow. That one looks like a, 
it looks like some kind of space center or something. Like, I don't know. Like, like some they kind really of weird it facility. Out. Yeah. That's it's like cool. got all glass. It's got glass towers, like four glass towers and then one main building. Whoa. Um, this building in Santa Monica, the Fairmont, uh, was tiny. And it, it, okay. it's like really weird because it's, the, I've had worked at the Fairmont before. It's probably an old factory, an old industrial yeah. revolution <laughs> factory that got changed into a Fairmont. I think, yeah, it's they like just some buried all the bodies in the back. By and the just, bay, they, they didn't care about it anymore. Yeah. They didn't use it since the 90s. Do I have the, the same gear from the 1970s? <laughs> the same electrical outlets and stuff. Yeah. Um, but like the, they'll update the gear. Some, some venues will update their gear. Yeah. Like the manager will finally like put in and go, all right, we got, we got to get like a new case of stuff. And then like the electrical wiring and stuff won't come with it. Nope. And it's like, you got to plug in to like a loose ass AC outlet. They don't think that the new technology needs like better electric, like, like electric capability than what was available. Because what always happens is you go to a hotel and you set up a big event and say, there's like trust that you have to fly in the air. And you know, the rig, so there's not only are you pulling power for whatever you're putting in the air, but then the riggers are also pulling power for their equipment to put it in the air. Mm-hmm. And I've been to hotels where like the the circuits just blow, and like while they're putting and it in the air, it's like yeah. So like the, the yeah. So what he's talking about is like um, something called flying projectors. Mm-hmm. Uh, in in conference rooms, there there's there's these tiny little grooves, um, and I don't know how it is described. I guess like train rails. Kind of, they yeah. kind of look like that. Yeah, they they they, they look kind of because they they look like monorail. You mount them on trusses. Tracks. Yeah, it's like yeah. you mount them on trusses, so they're like spaced out evenly to fit the uh, the, the two parallel like rails on them, and yeah. then they clamp in there, and then you have this uh, projector hanging from the ceiling, like, yeah. like twenty feet above people's heads. You, yeah, you you bolt you just put this little steel plate in between these two rails. And then you bolt that sucker and then you just go, that's Then you fly that's a safe. 10K projector above, you know, 50 people's heads and hope it doesn't fall. <laughs> um, they, and so this hotel, like they weren't doing anything fancy like that, like flying stuff. Um, it ended okay. up being like really hectic. So I called, when I called and finally got in touch with the director, he was like, kind of like, oh, we have a team to set it up. Like you're going to come in okay. and it's going to be halfway set up and you just got to finish it. And I was like, oh, okay, that's not too bad. Although like the way he was saying it didn't seem like he actually knew what was right. going on, even though he was the director. So I was like, okay, well, you know, we'll see how it goes. Mm-hmm. I walk in there the first day, uh, they, they didn't have that much security, um, you know, secret service. Cause like right. George Bush wasn't going to be there that day. But, uh, I, there was a, all the hotel staff, they were all scrambling around because they were setting up the event. I walked in and met the director for the AV at the hotel and uh, some of the other staff that they had, um, the other techs, and yeah. you know, they all seemed real cool. And we we were going up to the to the bar. To, it was a ballroom. This is like a really low ceiling ballroom. So whenever you walked in there, like they they were saying that they we had to set up the proje- uh, these projectors to the screens that they had, and they had the screen set up like my least favorite way, which is like with the legs like two feet and then you have the screen yeah and because of the low-lying ceilings like the the screen ends up being like only seven feet tall even though it's like a yeah it looks like the screen screen. is just like sitting down you never see this because there's like skirts and things hung yeah over all the legs that make it look nice and when it's the room's dark you're like you just see the screen you just see nothing but the screen Yeah. yeah and uh and there was like there was mixed matched cables like they had routed stuff from the tech table to the back of the house for the show 
And, um, and it was mixed around and it was mixed around. Like I was, I was trying to figure out the video switcher. Cause I was, I was, uh, there was a video guy for the show, but yeah. he, he was coming the next day. Like they did, they wanted me to come there as the audio guy, but they didn't want the video guy there that day. So they had him coming the next day. So I was setting classic, up classic yeah. move. To just, <laughs> like, we could just, we could that just one guy one set person. it up one way. Yeah, another guy like, set it up another. We don't need to spend that extra money on that guy. <laughs> um, and extra eighty bucks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> Especially for how much they pay the the actual technicians in comparison, uh, to like what the clients are paying the technicians. Because yeah. that's one thing in the industry is like you'll be sitting in a room to operate. Like I'll be sitting in a room to operate George Bush and this other dude for a CEO conference. The company's making eighty dollars an hour. You know, how much am I making <laughs> for that yeah. company? Nothing. <laughs> You're just a volunteer. Just my hourly. <laughs> You're just really happy to be there. Yeah, you know, make that, volunteer. Was, that was like the biggest thing about it. Like, yeah, you know, some some audio technicians that I'd met before, like they would be freelancers on the side too. So like they yeah. would be like, oh, well, dude, I get paid like twenty an hour to do this, or yeah. like this much, or I'm on this tour right now, and I'll just pick this up as a side gig, and I'm getting paid thirty five an hour to do the thing. And you're like, oh man, that sounds cool. But at the time, I didn't work in hotels and I didn't like know yeah. how to set up all this stuff. Um, so yeah, it's they, a learning experience typically yeah, all they, the time that my boss, when he first hired me, didn't even think that I was like, a, he thought that I was 29 with kids and I was 19 with no kids and, and, and just yeah. my college and, and the, and the shine of Hollywood was still in your eyes. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> um, and so, yeah, the, the, the show was seemingly starting out a mess. Um, you know, I, I had to reroute a bunch of stuff. They, they were having me, like I was supposed to focus on the audio for my room, yeah. uh, but they were having problems uh, routing the audio for the, um, what do you call it? There's a, this, there was a secondary room that people were supposed to watch, an overflow room. That's what it was. Oh, gotcha. The people yeah, that yeah. couldn't be inside the main room, there was an overflow room and they were having trouble like getting the audio over there. And, um, and now I was having to like getting, getting pulled back and forth, working on my room's audio and getting that done. And then like doing the rest of the, the overflow room and helping the other guys out. I felt really hectic first day, but we got it, got it set up. There was a few things that I knew I was going to have to like come back in in the morning and tweak. Like, you know, uh, I was going to have to reset the yeah. mic levels and all that. That's, with, that's an AV text like mood. That's a mood yeah. we have. It's like just <laughs> next morning. I'll remember exactly to like plug this cord in that I forgot or whatever. And, and especially cause like I, when I worked here in town, uh, a specific location, like a long yeah. location, and you I worked would, here before you went to, Hollywood. before I went yeah. to LA. So, and that was for, I want to say two and a half years or maybe close to, maybe it was just like two years. But, um, I was, uh, I was, uh, like going out there to like, uh, well, I forgot what I was saying. Right there. <laughs> Don't worry. What was I saying? You were you were on the Hollywood, and uh, you, you you just put everything on Future Julian. Oh yeah, yeah, the yeah. Morning, the next morning. So yeah, I put I put all that stuff. And George Bush. And George didn't Bush. ask you any questions about your AV <laughs> mastery. No, you were he really didn't. disappointed. I didn't. I, I was I was expecting to have, like get to meet him and like you know yeah. um, give him a mic or something. Like I did. Uh, I did like run around with the mic and like get put it on his chair and like you know he was over in back of house 
but he was surrounded by like secret service yeah. and like even when i was before the show like you know i in the morning i was also like scrambling around getting everything fixed up got everything fixed <laughs> up like about a couple hours before the show was about to uh, go down and like an hour before the rehearsal so we do the rehearsal without Mr. Bush, you know, Mr. Bush, <laughs> without George Bush, Mr. Former <laughs> President, and um, and it ended up going well. The CEO was happy. Um, they had a coordinator for the event, like a kind of a PM on, like a project manager for the company right. that was handling their events. So like he was real high strung, but like I said, like you kind of have, you kind of learn to like deal with people like that. You know, if they're freaking out about a bunch of stuff, like yeah. that's not, not, that doesn't necessarily mean that like it's something that you have to freak out about or like yeah. it even involves you like, you know, so um, like getting to the actual show, uh, I was, I was like, kind of, I mean, especially when I do every when I would do any kind of audio or video for a show, yeah. like live, <laughs> you have to do it. Like, you know, you have to be particular. You have to like keep your nerves to a certain point. Like you gotta be cautious and make sure that yeah, you're streaming, like streaming is. Yeah. <laughs> and like in, in the AV world, um, you can, you can essentially stream to the screen and get like, you'll, you'll get reactions right there in the room. Like if you're, if you're live switching for a room of like 500 people yeah, and you don't have to be live streaming online, you could just be controlling live switching the video to the front of the room on the screens. Yeah. And that could be really intense because, uh, and especially cause you, when you do a rehearsal, like for this rehearsal, it was pretty light. Oh, um, so, you, so there's a rehearsal. There's a yeah, run through. So there was a run through, there was a run through before the show with the CEO and uh, the PM and a couple other people, a couple of the speakers. So they can test their mic levels. Um, Did everything work out? Everything went pretty well in the, yeah, in the rehearsal and, uh, the one thing that I always just don't like is when they don't have everybody coming through the re rehearsal because like, like one, maybe they're like, Oh, I have the last minute content that I have to do at my hotel room. And then I, when I come for my event or for my portion of the event, I'll bring my laptop and my stuff then. And you're like, wow. Okay. Thanks for yeah. being super last minute, even though like, yeah. I'm sure you were supposed to be like, it's like a separate channel. This. Yeah. Like step by step what that entails is like, you need a separate channel. You need to test the levels while people are sitting around waiting yeah. and, for you and to come up. And it's like maybe the morning of you'll test it. Yeah. You, if you have it, if yeah. you have it. And that's like, cause that's like, even for presentations like the, like for this guy, for these people, they had, um, they had a few videos that they wanted to play before. And then, uh, they had like just a, a, a lock title screen for like a lock logo screen for the, uh, for that during the show. Okay. Yeah. That, so they have some just, yeah, floating. and I had, uh, I mean, could have been, like could have been emailed, name. but he wants his yeah. laptop. <laughs> could have been just a picture emailed. But he had to have it. But he doesn't really understand that, like, all computers kind of work the same. Yeah. And, no, his laptop has a picture, so he knows that works, <laughs> and he doesn't trust that anything else nope. works. I can't send it to your email. It's going to take too long. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I've had, I mean. It's going to take too long. Th there is stuff that you want to be mindful of because you'll, like, like we were saying, like direct the directness of like equipment that you're using, like, mm -hmm. you know, being able to plug a line in is like awesome because it's direct, like, you know? Yeah. And the same thing with like, if somebody has content for you, if they have it on a SD card or a thumb drive, yeah, perfect. Plug right in. And then I have it. If they're like, Oh, I could share it to you on Google drive. It's like, well, thanks for telling me that. Yeah. Like, now we'll see if it downloads in time. Like, yeah. You know? Um, Google Drive has kind of improved, but I do remember yeah. a time where 
you would get a link to Google Drive and then you would have to email again for permission. Yeah, yeah. And nobody really understood. And nobody, I don't think anybody still understands Google Drive. Maybe people in Austin do because it's a techie city. Yeah, that's true. We have Google here. (laughs) And yeah, that's a big part of it. And also like, you know, you could just share a link and it works now. And it's just like, you you can do, literally you get a link and you can do anything with it. And it's like a great hosting. That's why I like, I like using Dropbox for that because like a lot of time, like if you send the link, then they can watch it. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I've had problems like recently I sent something to someone and they, they, I don't know, it seemed like they Dropbox only showed them a preview because it only showed them like, like I sent an hour and a half clip and then it said like, it showed a they, preview? they told me that they could only see an hour of it. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well I have no idea what That's that like is. That's like the next gate of like trying to teach people is like. Yeah, I just sent you like a five gigabit video yeah. that's going to take a little while to process. Exactly, like Google Drive yeah. needs a process or OneDrive might preview yeah. like and a first section of it that is processed. you stream something like to YouTube, you can't download your video that you streamed right away because it's got to process your video. Yeah, it's so going like, to encode in the back end. Yeah, I, really, I mean, I've, I'm always hoping that they get faster <laughs> at it, but like, you know, it's, it's time. That's like a big thing about the industry. Any industry person knows like it's all time. Like, you know. Yeah. You ha- there's also, I mean, there's deadlines and so yeah. that you have to meet, especially if you're an AV guy, like for this, for this show, I was doing all this stuff to make sure that everything was fixed and ready to go. Yeah. So that by rehearsal the next morning, we were able to like do a rehearsal because I, if, right. if I had just walked in, I was like, Oh, everything will be fine. Then walked in the next morning, like we wouldn't, we, we would have had to push the rehearsal back. And then yeah. like the rehearsal would have been only like two hours before the event. And, and the secret service would tackle you to the ground for yeah. being late. Maybe George Bush <laughs> himself would. <laughs> um, Paint you a middle finger. Yeah. It, it's, it is, it, it, especially with like George Bush. Um, it, like I have never, I had never really like done a president, like somebody, I guess like to that level, like a speaker, like yeah. he was a former president. That's pretty. Yeah. What was like the highlight of that event? Besides, was, like, besides Bush, like what, oh, were, what, yeah, what were some of the Bush. fun things that happened? Like, um, they had a couple people that were entrepreneurs that would come, that they came and, um, instead of just telling them their story, like, mm-hmm. like every single conference, they'll have somebody that comes in. They're like, just come in and tell your story. That'll be your meeting. And like, you know, just run it through it and people like can talk to you after Q and a after yeah. But this one, um, the people were kind of doing, it was like interactive. I can't remember exactly what they were doing. It was interactive, uh, working with the audience to kind of, um, show them how to work with the team. Cause they they were supposed to be the CEOs. Like, you know, it was an entrepreneurship CEO conference, mm-hmm. but this specific conference meeting was, f- uh, for, um, CEOs. So gotcha. and that's why they had George Bush is he is apparently like, you know, major businessman. He can, yeah. Run, he can run the United States. You know, he can run. He, he can pulled teach himself you how to. by. He pulled himself up by his own bootstraps <laughs> and yes. became president. Became president for you and me. Yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, and so that that was that was probably my highlight because you don't see typically that kind of level of interaction. He started um, his presidency in his garage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> ran his campaign out this, of his garage. I have a great idea. <laughs> um, for for the highlight for George Bush, like at the as like the main conference, would probably be like he did this weird thing where uh, I mean, when you're when you're teching a show too, just so I give like, like a little insight. Yeah, um, you're like always monitoring the board, mm-hmm. uh, maybe a little bit more than you're actually paying attention to what people are saying. So you're really just kind of 
honing in on like like do I did I just hear them like kind of yeah. whisper or like am I hearing just them don't like clip yeah it's like am I where where are the where are the audio levels at and yeah. um so I was like for George I mean he was really kind of um what was what's the word like uh static or he was like uh flat you, you know he oh, you know, like, just talk like this the whole time and I, I'm George Bush oh uh, it was like very groggy here yeah like he, his voice his audio level didn't change it didn't fluctuate at all so like you didn't have to really okay. ride his level CEO he was a little bit more enthusiastic yeah um but like uh, during his talk like he was just kind of going off about um like not anything that had to do with CEO being a CEO, I would say like, cause the guy, the CEO uh, who ran the company, he was trying to ask him about like, well, um, like when you were running the, when you were running for president, like how did you manage your like campaign and this yeah. and that? And then he would, he would start talking about it. Like he'd be like, well, uh, back in then, like, you know, me versus who is Gore, like, you know, we did this and this. And me and, versus Gore. Yeah, like, I was, <laughs> he had, he was an environmentalist. Gore. Yeah. Was some like, such. It was super easy. He was a softie. <laughs> uh, but so, his name was something Gore. I don't, yeah, I don't recall. He, he's getting into it and like you getting a little bit of description, but then he would like go off on a tangent where like, He'd be like, yeah, and then I started painting, and uh, and it was. I love out. that he references painting. <laughs> it was, it was when he actually did it. It was, um, he was talking about, um, it was right after he was talking about the day because he, for some reason, the the host asked him about like the morning of nine eleven. He was, oh like, shit. He was like, how did, how did, how was that, and how did like you deal with that? It's he, like he's a, try, yeah, he's trying to get them ratings up. Yeah, I mean, uh, maybe like I guess to his like, rating up to the, to, to the fifty. Like, how many people was it? It was like uh, 150 people. All right. It wasn't a huge. He's trying room. to get 150 likes on his <laughs> LinkedIn page. Yeah, yeah. and. Um, and he, so he has asking him questions like that. And, and like, he would go, he would start talking about like, it kind of odd because he was like, oh, well, um, you know, I was, I was reading the book in the room and uh, like, you know, talking to the kids and then somebody came and whispered in my ear in that moment, I knew drastic time. It was drastic times and I needed to come for drastic. He had measures. like a famous Bush <laughs> quote right there. Yeah, very I like, knew this was desperate very times, presidential. Desperate yeah. Very presidential. He was like. He was like, I knew America had changed or something like that, which it was just really traumatic. I and mean, then you're like listening I to it. I bet it is. Yeah. yeah. The audience was like, wow. Okay. Like we're yeah. getting the inside scoop on nine 11 here. Yeah. And then like right after that, he was like, and, and working as a president, you, you just have a lot of tough decisions. It's a lot really different. Cause now I just go back to the ranch and I paint. <laughs> and then he started talking about painting for a long time. Right, right. Now you want to get your acrylics out first. Yeah, and um, and thankfully I didn't. Met, like I, I'm not a. I'm not gonna say like I'm the most pro. Like you know, audio technician out there. Like I, I try my best, and like I'm always at that like time. Zero, I would say zero, I was always to, zero to ten. Like where would you say you are in AV tech and know how? Um. Like compare, like maybe compare it to people you've worked with that have yeah, been really like, impressive. I'll compare it to like one of the most techie guys that I worked with who, um, who would literally like take apart speakers and try to fix them. Like I wouldn't be that kind of level. Okay. Like I wouldn't, okay. I wouldn't take apart speakers and try to fix them. Maybe like a seven, seven, eight, cause <laughs> nine and 10 is taking apart speakers. Yeah. I would like probably nine say and 10 like, is like a solid seven because like yeah. if. If splicing wires, like it gets into electrician yeah, type exactly. stuff. And, and you have to know a lot more than just about like what you're doing. Yeah. Like, Cause like what I liked about what I like about AV in general is, um, you, you come in with an event, like, you know, yeah. you have a set 
like, you know, project that you're working on. Like they have two screens, that means you have two projectors mm -hmm. and then you're going to have to do four mics mm -hmm. and like maybe one of them, maybe a live band too. And then, so from that, you kind of just like figure out what, a, what, a, what's all the equipment that I need for that? Yeah. Um, what, it out. yeah. Like who, what, how many people do I need to set up each part of each aspect of the show? Like who, who needs to set up the audio? Who needs to set up the video? Who needs to set up like the actual pr projectors? Who needs to actually set up the the screen? Like that's not very fun, but usually you have to like go up to one of your coworkers and be like, "Hey, man, you want to tackle this screen real quick?" And they're and like, "You need a second person." To <laughs> usually, these, these screens are usually like you do nine. I've, I've tackled see, some. I've tackled a seven by fourteen. Set it up by myself. You're not supposed to, and especially. Doesn't go up to I like a twenty. Wouldn't like that. Doesn't it go up to like a like a. Like a ten, like a I, it, it escapes I've, I've from done, a nine by twenty four. I've done huge I screens. Okay? I mean, yeah, nowadays, me too. Yeah. Nowadays, a lot of people will like they'll prefer to try to do like a LED like, wall or a video wall instead of a screen. A oh screen yeah, that's that big. But if it's like a if it, if it's like two or a big ballroom and they're trying to fill it with two screens, yeah. it's gonna be a ten by eighteen. Yeah, like, and you got to screw the legs like the with these like crank bolts. Yeah, the and cranks, and then you crank have them to in. Get two people to lift both yeah. sides up. It's not heavy, but like it just needs to go all the way up in the air. And then once you have it in, you bring the legs back down, mm -hmm. crank it in, make sure it's locked. I worked for an older AV tech, and he, it, I wouldn't say he was cheap, but like he would call me in just to stand up the screen because he needed a second person, and then it was pretty much over for that for that point. That's, <laughs> how, that's how a lot of AV technicians. I mean, the, yeah, like the higher skill, like especially like yeah. His own company and like yeah. he did everything. Exactly. And it was incredible. You know, it's just one That's of those how AV I gods. Feel as an AV technician, like yeah. whenever I was, you, yeah, you operated, so you, you yeah. were you and were I, all all aspects. And if you're like, even if I didn't operate, like uh, I would say, like uh, when you're at a property and like you're like, this is my property. Like that, yeah. I work at the AT and T conference center. That's where I originally started yeah. working over on UT campus. And, you know where uh, things are stored. You know where. Yeah, you're like this. You know this closet on. has this equipment. This closet has this equipment. Like you know, you just kind of get into that flow, and then like, especially because you if you if you're full time yeah. if you're full time working for a company at a location, then you're there like all day, and um, and especially to set up a show. Like I would set up a I would do a show op a show mm -hmm. that I didn't set up say. Right. Um, at in the afternoon, say like around four, and then around eight, the show would finish, and then I get maybe an hour break. But yeah. then my boss says, "Oh, well, we have a ballroom show tomorrow morning at seven o'clock. Needs to get set up tonight, and then you're operating it tomorrow." And you're like, oh, what? What, uh, what, am, what? What am I operating?" And they're like, yeah. "You're the audio man," and you're like, "Fuck." <laughs> <laughs> and then you have to figure out like, okay, well I'll go down to the cafeteria, I'll get some food, um, you know, yeah. come back up. We'll see how many people we have. Cause a lot of the times like, you know, there'll be staff or technicians there for shows just for the show, or there'll be technicians there that'll be, they'll be like, Oh, I'm the video op. But like, uh, you know, I'm trying to just be the video up and you're like, nah, man, you're supposed to, you're, you're scheduled to be everything. here to, you're, you're scheduled to be here to no, take no, no, down no, the no. show too. You're not like, putting this on me. Yeah, like that, that was a big thing. And no. like, uh, like what I didn't like about a lot of audio technicians, like is they or like not audio technicians, just AV people in general is 
you, some of them, they think they get too locked in their ways. They're like, yeah. they're like, man, man, I, I Doing don't set only it up. Audio. Yeah, I don't set up the speakers. I just, I'm just going to yeah. set up the board over here. You can run the yeah. lines. Not much team player type this. of stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no dude, like if you're the audio technician yeah. and you come in and you expect somebody else to set up the audio for you, then like, I feel personally like that. It's not doing it right. Like yeah. I would want to make sure that I know where the speakers are set in the room. Like I would pick where the speakers are set. I would, uh, I would run the video cables myself. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, cause like, I mean, I've been talking about operating audio a lot, mm -hmm. but like most of the things that I would do, like most of the shows that I would do would be actually like operating video switchers. Um, so like you kind of go, you kind of go back and forth, but like, yeah, you can't be too, you can't like, uh, get too like, uh, lost and like, uh, lost in like setting it up like you know yeah. you got to like figure it you especially like with, with that scenario like if if i was doing a show like you know i'm focused in on that yeah and then right afterwards i'm supposed to go and like you know uh set up another one you, the flip is real quick but like i would always be quick like kind of like okay well change change my mind my, my mind real quick and be like okay now i'm just gonna have to figure out like how to set this up with two people and like, we're right. so it's like, and we have to run the like digital snakes. We have to run like digital, um, video, like, you know, from the yeah. front to the back of the room. And sometimes it makes it easy depending on like your location. I worked at hotels that would be really easy to set up rooms cause you would yeah. just have to plug in the HDMI. Yeah, some to venues the room. have just plugins right into the wall. Yeah, you just plug right into the wall and then, um, like even the audio, you could just plug into the wall and then or like built in projectors that just yeah, stay there. And that's the best. Or even projectors. Those are, like, the, yeah, those are cush. You work in classrooms where like you just walk in, there's like a panel and you just like tap it a little bit. And then like yeah. all the projectors. Oh, like how you went, you went, you went George Bush there. <laughs> yeah. I just got tap this little panel tap here. a little bit. 9-11. I'm going go. <laughs> to go paint later after this show. I have so many And you're an portraits. artist, so you would, yeah. you would actually go paint later. Yeah, you're basically, yeah, I you would. live in George Bush's life. I know. I wish I could be on the ranch right Vicariously, now. Vicariously, yeah. <laughs> um, and, uh, Let's just name the studio the ranch. So, so with all this operating, you were working full time. Yeah. Let me ask you a question, just generally speaking. Mm -hmm. um, did you learn a lot? Yes. With, with every job and yes, lots I did. of insights. And especially like, um, I mean, like some, some shows, like some days that I would go into work, like would be like, oh, there's a bunch of different classrooms that are all doing like, you know, just kind of small things. Like, you know, yeah. they're just, it's just a teacher with their students mm -hmm. and, um, you know, you just got to set up an HDMI or something. But yeah. like, even just doing that, like you go into the room and then like, you know, they're having, they all of a sudden they'll just like have random problems. And so it turns into like a troubleshooting day yeah. where you're going to every room and you can keep getting uh, radio calls from people. And they're like, Hey, can you go back to room 108? They have people over there that are having trouble with the audio. Then you go in there and you know, it's like even if it's mute. a really quick fix, if you, you know exactly what you need to do. You walk in there and you touch it. Like you're still kind of like thinking about new aspects of like, okay, well, like, uh, did I, did I put the mixer in the right place in the room yeah. so that I can just walk in there and change yeah. it? Or like, uh, did I tape the, when you walk in there, you're like, did I tape those lines down? Right. Like when I walk into the room, does it look clean to me? Yeah. So that like <laughs> exactly. when a random person, like who doesn't really know anything about tape lines, like, you know, when they come in, does that look clean to them? Yeah. Like, or does it look like there's weird tape lines everywhere? Um, and, and that's what we man, want like, to, I've, yeah. I've taped my fair share of weird tape lines, but like, you know, it's about like learning from it. Like, you know, you get better at it all the time. 
I remember I was at this event. I wasn't teching it, but it was um, it was just a, a venue that is like is very rarely used for AV stuff, and there was just a line coming down from the second floor, and I think it was the projector or something plugged in upstairs. Yeah, and it was just hanging down like near where people were sitting. It was Jeez. like it was cringy. <laughs> To, to sit there because I wanted to fix it, but I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't working there. I wasn't associated. It was just like no, uh, I think it was like some kind of Olympic runner. See, and he had a great like, speech. <laughs> and, you, and, and you're like, please, I'm, I'm so close. I could just, if I could just fix it right yeah. now, it'll be done. It's a safety hazard. Yeah, and uh, calling OSHA. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm calling OSHA right now. And when I was at the Fairmont, I mean, like, you know, that you kind of think about that stuff all the time. Like, did I want, did I go in there and start thinking of like all these different things that I would have done differently to set up the event? So somebody like me doesn't come in and feel the same way that I'm feeling right now. Yeah. Like, of course, I'm always like. Yeah, yeah, you're such a team player with um, just making things work. (laughs) Yeah. Also, because like it's going to be future Julian. Julian is coming in. So you got to make it work for. You know, me, coming me in in the morning, later, making yeah. everything easy, and you probably exactly. make your own labels for all the cores that you don't yeah, own. And, and, it's and like, sometimes you'll spend late nights, man. Like, you know, yeah. like I, especially when I was here working in Austin, like I would work, I would work like a show in the evening, and like that always guarantees that you're going to be there at least till maybe midnight at the yeah. very late, earliest. And then the latest you get out is like, you know, maybe two to four. It's like, you know, and that's just, it's that's rough. not, that's not even like, yeah, that's not even like, Oh, they scheduled me that they scheduled me till four. It's like, no, they, this equipment, piece of equipment fucked up and like we had to get a new one in and then we had to set it up like once we got it because we couldn't do the setup until we got yeah. that piece of equipment. So like, yeah. And like, yeah, it's just kind of go, you kind of got to go with a flow on that. Yeah. But, um, if you like, if you like what you're doing, especially production stuff, then you'll, you'll feel satisfied once you actually do the event. Cause like it, once I finished that Santa Monica event, uh-huh. Um, like I was definitely like a little, little like laughing at myself. Like I really just operated a show for George Bush. Like the secret service called did you me. Call, did you call your mom afterwards? Like I, I texted, I texted my parents and told them that I had done it, <laughs> but like, I wasn't like mom, I George Bush. Yeah. Cause she, I don't think she was, I don't know if she was like the biggest Check fan out of George him. Bush on YouTube tonight. <laughs> yeah. All right. He sounds great. You know why? I wonder if I can find that video up from the conference. I bet, I bet it's like. Streaming on YouTube. It's somewhere because yeah. we recorded it. Corporate um, companies tend to think that stre- streaming on YouTube yeah. is just like that's all the marketing department has to do. Yeah, well, and, and it's, it's great because, <laughs> I mean, you're really putting your master's degree in communication to, yeah. to work, being in the position full, of a corporate full, marketing job, fully and then you're fleshing just, it out, just like you're making flexing. the AV guy stream to YouTube, and then yeah, and it's like even when when people are streaming, like you know, when I was in AV and like starting um you know a lot of people didn't stream like yeah when you yeah. go to conferences like it yeah. wasn't that popular it's li- local live switching yeah and that was like yeah, and, and yeah, if they wanted yeah, it posted if. like if they wanted it after they would you would have to record it like mm. you know you'd get like a recorder and an audio and a video recorder and you give them those files but um but like oh fuck what was i talking about again <laughs> after after the Santa Monica oh yeah podcast yeah. So and after after i, did I think we're about we're about running out of memory over there i can just the thing went off in my head i I think we're i think we're low we're pushing it on the pilot episode here but yeah i like i like the looseness yeah this is this is a vibe establishing episode definitely definitely and especially yeah we we talk as long as we want we just got to figure out like yeah what we're taught what what like we want to talk about like first like that involves the industry because like 
Yeah, you got to figure out what people want to talk, like what people would find interesting interesting to talk about. Yeah. Because a lot of this stuff is really boring. Like, you know, I'm talking about yeah. like staying at a hotel conference ballroom. But saying cool like shit like, <laughs> saying cool shit like run the lines yeah. sounds really cool. Yeah. But really you just fucking with cords, I know, fucking with wires. But it, you said run the lines earlier and I was like, that that's exactly. cool. That's it's cool. like, it's like, it's like the same kind of terms with film. Right, riding the, riding the, riding the faders. <laughs> riding the faders. Yep. That's one too. Um, I'm trying to think Live of like, switching. The, like, uh, what's that? What's just the throw like of that projector? Broadcasting. Broadcasting. But it's just to zero people on YouTube. Yeah, right. But no, fuck that. It's we're broadcasting. We're, <laughs> we are. We yeah, are. We're at the hey, forefront of technology right now. Just what Joe Rogan's doing, you know. Joe, yeah. or Joe, Joe Rogan. Anybody like yeah, we who are, does a show? The people that do like I, I've worked with companies that with the companies that did like TLC shows and you know yeah across the spectrum. Like <clears throat> no matter who you're working for, the level of equipment will be better, expertise yeah. and experience will be better. But yeah. like. I think AV, like the AV, the attitude towards AV is generally speaking the same. Mm-hmm. Like the gears put away in the back. If it works, don't fix it type of stuff. And then, that's Definitely. what I want to talk about. And just like, it's up to us like a little bit to, to, to make it interesting, to make it approachable, to make it accessible. Cause I know I learned by just watching really the uh, people really good at their jobs. Yeah. Who didn't want to talk to anybody. I just kind of learned what they did. Yeah. And then That's when I applied I for audiovisual resources, I just kind of stitched together what I knew. Yeah. Based on like that experience. Yeah. <laughs> and you use buzzwords like live switching and stuff like that. Yeah. And then you just, yeah, you just kind of roll with it. And it's a lot of, um, like, uh, when, when I came to Austin, I wanted to get into the tech tech world. Mm-hmm. I just went on to one of the forums, one of the message board groups on Facebook. Yeah. And I was like, Hey, I want to get into the tech world. I can wrap an XL record really yeah. like the best of them. Yeah. And I immediately got a message. That's crazy. It's like, yeah, that they just need warm bodies for the yeah. most part. And then you just <laughs> get really into, <laughs> you just enter in from there. And it's like, you just get to run the lines, man. Yeah. You're man. not a cord and monkey. You, you get to run the lines. You don't have to be, I love that. you don't have to be a full like tech either you know like yeah. i mean i i've been doing well, you can, film you can and sit at the aav bench if you want to yeah you, know? you definitely can like i i've gone to especially like like just a quick little like little like uh, yeah. uh what is the comparison i worked at psav for uh oh man i can't even think of it like it was at least yeah. three years it was at least okay. three years i worked for them and um after that i i came back from california yeah. and I didn't do a, I didn't like immediately get a job, um, back with PSAV and then I didn't like you start reaching. I didn't really apply to a ton of other AV companies because I was a little questioning about whether or not I wanted to do events, more events, like at a random locations, like I'm going to do an event wherever, or do I want to do these hotel events? Like, you know, like it's very different atmospheres. Um, but, um, so what, what branch do you often to, cause it, you, you run the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Like Julian's the leader of the studio, everything you see, everything <laughs> that you see on the table, all the sponsorships, all the cool shit. Yo. The reason the Jack Daniels bottles are empty. Yeah. I <laughs> no, know. Just right? <laughs> That's cancelable. Late nights. <laughs> yeah. Late nights in the studio. <laughs> Peyton. Peyton. Too much. Too much. Peyton. Peyton. Peyton in the studio. <laughs> I'm going to get it. We're going to master our George Bush impressions by the end of this. I, so, I swear. I, I, I just need, I just need Laura. I just need Laura. <laughs> I'm no good with computers. Laura does all that. Where's the mic? I want to talk. 
If he, if he had said that to me, man, I would have been so happy. Like, hey, where that bike at? Uh, thanks, Jillian. I would have been like, hey, I'm Mr. Bush, I'm from Texas too. I'm from Texas too. <laughs> you wanted to tell him that. You really wanted to it tell him. It would have been funny because, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I was fucking no years old when George Bush was president. So, like, yeah. I, I, even if I had Same. an opinion, it's like whatever. But um, meeting him in person, like, it's just hilarious. Like, you know, it's like. This is a, and especially in comparison to like all the other people, famous people I had done shows for at that yeah. point, or like companies, big companies I'd done shows for. Yeah. Like, the like it was. This was definitely the most intimidating, just because he was like a former president. Yeah, like, and there and, was Secret Service. That <laughs> and there was Secret Service that were called ready me. Ready to tackle you. Background checks. Yeah. If I if I messed up his audio. Any sudden movements. Yeah. I did. I will oh, say. Oh, messed I up did, his audio. I did. Uh, I didn't mess up his audio, but like at the at the end of the that. Uh, meeting, uh, they had the C. It was just him and the CEO on stage during the mm -hmm. meeting. But after the meeting, they had a. I guess he was just like the host or like the the person that was moving the show along. Right. And he came out. Um, and the the CEO was about to like he they when in the run through they told me like whenever somebody's about to leave the stage mute their mic like even if they're not off the stage mute their mic because that's how they oh, wanted right, it to go right, right. Yeah. they're like they're not going to talk afterwards so don't even bother like just mute their mic yeah, so you, mute you, his you mic. mentioned this story yeah yeah mute his mic and then he like turns around to say something to the to the host or like you know just like I don't know what he was trying to do really but he said she tried to say something and then like afterwards, they, yeah, they said something. He was just about trying that. to climb the corporate ladder. That's he's, what yeah, any he, effort is. He's trying to go to America. George Bush's ranch, you know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and, he was, um, was going to yell, I like painting. He was very, and you muted very it. Upset. You, yeah, you ruined his opportunity to tell George yeah. Bush he's from Texas and he's like painting tell, too. I could tell too that that, like, like I mean, it didn't, like, I didn't stop operating the show, but like, I could tell that they like were a little like a little upset. They're like, "Oh, the next day they're like, everything gonna be good." I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, of course." I'm just because he muted a little thing, yeah. just like a little. But that's that's after they were done talking, and it was client. just like the, the the look back and say something, and that's you were like precise. You were in the right cause, timing. Because it's even like if you're doing like uh, the stuff that we're doing here, like you're doing a yeah. podcast. And uh, like you're sitting down here on a Wednesday or Thursday, it's Thursday on your we're sitting down in, a, in your home at a, on a whatever day, a weekday. It's whatever day you're you like, want. I plan to do this podcast. I wrote it out. Like I'm going to record it right now. Yeah. You record it. You get it onto an SD card. You think you put it into the computer. You think, and you put it into the program that you're going to edit it. You think, and then all of a sudden it's not like, like you get half of the project or like something's corrupted or maybe you didn't even record it. Oh, and then sure. you're like surprised afterwards. Like you can't let like that kind of stuff deter you. And like, if I did live shit, yeah. if I, if I was going to like be like that, yeah. then I would have never kept doing live shows because yeah. every single time I did a video switch, like, you know, maybe the first one that I did every show was not on cue, like perfectly right. on cue, how I wanted you it. You adapted to it, though. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, and you can't, you can't like, uh, you can't like worry yourself too much about that stuff. Yeah. Because if you're, if you're trying to be professional and you want to do it for real, then you're going to do it every time. Just keep doing it better. Exactly. And you're going to keep doing it. Life switching is a great teacher. It really to is. To perform <laughs> well. If you want to do really It's not really a comment good. section. It's people that you can feel hating you hating more. You and, and, and you're one guy. look at you. If yeah. Because 
if you're in like if you you're, don't know you're directly what a behind table would them be, you would be right in front yeah. of their eyes so yeah. they will stare at you and they'll they'll give you hand motions to bring the lights well, there's, down there's like a tier system to it like the, depending on their anger level is yeah. how far they turn behind themselves <laughs> yeah like if somebody just got like is in the middle of a, like a shitty divorce they will turn all the all way, way behind <laughs> yeah and look right at you like what the what yeah. the fuck was that man? exactly but like other people like i haven't had wine yet <laughs> yeah it, there's a whole tier thing to it, like communicatively, like in the audience, like if, if something's going kind of weird, that they'll do the half turn, yeah, and you know it's you know it's for you, yeah, you, you'll just see it. And even especially because like a lot of the time you'll if you're at the tech if you have a tech table and you're like you're like just one of many people operating the show, yeah, um, yeah, and, if you're, it's a and team, you're working then. with like PM from the from the company, like if yeah. the person that you're the client that you're working <laughs> with has like a project manager, yeah, those people are behind your neck and like, are they like, at the AV table? They're gonna be at the AV table. Okay. They're going like they might walk away to yeah. go coordinate something or go find something, but they're coming back. Yeah, they're and coming they're back. Not, you're not getting away from them if they want. Like if it's kind of expected that like if you're if you're doing a rehearsal and you finish the rehearsal say and like the event's not for another three hours they're gonna tell you like hey so I know you're gonna go eat or something but could you come back here so we can run through this couple of yeah, let's things. just make sure yeah and you're just yeah. like why like yeah. you know, guys like I, I guarantee you I'm the person that set all this up I guarantee <laughs> you this will be fine yeah. but then again like you can't always do that because you can't, uh, you can't predict what will exactly change and, and you never want to be that person that like you know that guarantees something you like you guarantee that it's, this is going to work. It's going to work the right yeah. way. And then it like doesn't work every time. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, you can, it can happen. It can happen. You, you know, like I said, you don't get too down on yourself. Uh, you can always do it again. Like, you know, yeah. if it has to get done again, that's how professionals do it. Like, especially in film, they don't like set up a whole set and get a hundred thousand dollars or whatever, like, you know, yeah. to pay for a couple weeks to film just so like you know they could do it one time like they're gonna right. do it as many times as yeah it takes. as many times as it takes yeah but for for this for like when you're doing it live you can only keep doing it like you know because yeah. if you if you mess it up live like you know obviously like you're really fucking it up <laughs> somebody's gonna probably say something but it gets intense real fast yeah, yeah but that's where you like you get real good at adjusting and like re yeah refiguring out like 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 you're oh I didn't do the switch like you know throwing go whatever you need to switch yeah yeah and you yeah. like that's that's also like goes in with troubleshooting like you'll trouble uh, you'll just troubleshoot at the uh, drop of a hat like you know yeah and that's that would happen to me every day <laughs> <laughs> AV tech AV tech everybody yeah what a conversation if you're interested just... if you're interested in the industry if you're interested in AV tech and if you're just interested in in uh, in Julian's wonderful stories thank you. And and, and the, the George Bush, George, George Bush. more George Bush stories in the I industry go podcast. Let's go to the ranch. I'm so glad Joe Rogan lives here now. Joe Me Rogan's going to have a place called the Ranch too. I think he's, he's think trying to steal him. Bush's thunder. Yeah, I think I might invite him to Bohemian Grove. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Gardens? Bohemian Grove this year. <laughs> Bohemian Grove. <laughs> I haven't been there since early 2000s, <laughs> and now that's starting to sound like quit or something. <laughs> <laughs> all the presidents fade into it. All yeah, yeah. Right. Can you imagine Trump that, just like listen, I'm the greatest. <laughs> I am the great. Okay, I was trying to do like his. I am the greatest, but with like the old the, thing. Yeah, the, the Clinton combination. So, <laughs> listen, the election was rigged. <laughs> 
and I like I like painting the Twitter logo now. I did not go to those islands. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, that was that was Bill. My bad. That was Bill. That was Bill. <laughs> uh, he probably went there too. <laughs> yeah, I think it was Trump's plane that went to the island or something <laughs> like right. that, right? We all went on. We all went with Trump. It's, it's mind blowing. <laughs> It's a little mind blowing when you put it in perspective, but that's that's the cool thing about AV is AV is impartial. Mm-hmm. Like if if there was an event on Epstein's Island, they would need a Sennheiser fifty seven and like a shitty mixer. <laughs> yeah, they would. And they an would. operator, and an operator would be there and, and they'd show have to up sign and an set NBA, up, and, just like the people yeah. at Bohemian Grove who worked there. <laughs> yeah, I remember like this is a great story, and and I'll, I'll retell this on another episode. But um, Trump came to my my small town where oh, I'm from. Wow. <laughs> and uh, the same company, you know, it's same company that did, did everything because yeah. there was like two venues max yeah, so that really like was having consistent center. events. Yeah. So like the main like auditorium uh, event center had Trump and then across town was like the like, uh, you know, the the D.A.F.L., the yeah. Democratic thing. Yeah. They yeah, were having yeah. a thing. So it's the same company that set up the mics <laughs> for both things. Yeah. yeah. Um, I got to show you a goes. video of it if it's still online, because. When when Trump first started talking, there was just this huge like feedback, just ring 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 ring, <laughs> and all the of course. course all the news feeds picked it up, and yeah. that was in every news feed. It was it was such Jeez. a great troll. Imagine being the, the but the it's tech impartial. Who did that like who, the tech who set up? The I know audio the guy. And does yeah, streaming. I know the like, guy who did it. Yeah, the stress levels, dude. That's permanent. Like, yeah, you know, it's permanent. That's like that's like. But it was a such a that's fuck like you to Trump because it like our, the city's kind of a liberal bastion in, yeah. in the middle of minor country up there. Yeah. So it was just like, ah, oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. We're gonna fuck up your audio because fuck you. Who did that? Yeah. Who was that? <laughs> Who did that? <laughs> but it was no, it was cool because it was like it was two managers of this company and and one manager was working in in one location the other mm-hmm. manager was working the other location and when it comes down to av guys we're, we're just we're not necessarily we're we are hardcore impartial for the yeah. most part yeah it's set up the mic it's i don't care what your political, political leanings things. are are the levels right exactly and and especially like with me going from here to texas to all the way in like california <laughs> yeah like you know, that would be one thing that I, especially because when I went to California, I was a supervisor at that location at the Sheraton. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so we'd get, it was only me and a director. So there was no other staff until, um, we got one guy. And, um, so most of the time we'd have people come in from other properties cool. and they would have to like, you know, they would, they wouldn't know where anything was. I'd be pretty mm-hmm. much telling them what's up. Right. Um, but like, like you kind of have to be that like head, head, head honcho and like, you know, tell them all what's going on. Well, you have to answer all the questions too. And yeah, exactly. And like, they're like interviewing you about where the shit is. Yeah. <laughs> where's this, where's this mic adapter? I've been yeah. the guy asking the questions. So I, yeah. I know how annoying I, I feel when I'm talking cause they're like working on something and I'm like, Hey, like I really need to ask you this question and know yeah. where this is. And they're like, it's over there. Yeah. They're like, just find it real quick, man. Yeah. Just find it. And you're like, Oh dude, I've never been here. I don't even know the codes for the doors, the closets. <laughs> like, Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it always, it always, um, I, w- I won't like blanket statement, but yeah, it's how it's, it's for the most part. Um, if you're leading a, <clears throat> a tech operation like that, it is you who learns everything. Oh yeah. Cause you're there working the longest. And it, you might not be able to like hone in and like be the master at it all, but yeah. like you can really definitely like get 
uh, to a level where you can set it up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, that's, that was like kind of what I was, I would say I'm famous for. Like, you know, I know I could like walk into a big ballroom and if somebody told me like the event that they wanted it to do, I could yeah. pretty much figure out how to set it up or like tell them what equipment they need and all that. But then like, I could also just do something real small. Right. You know, and like, like this. <laughs> even though that's it that's that's what we do bigger. we're gonna get bigger yeah <laughs> we're here with the famous julian my name is Corey, hey. and we're here at paradox productions paradox industry podcast productions. episode episode one possibly Uno. feature episodes pilot test i pilot, think it went well. the the great pilot test episode. yeah the great pilot episode that's what we'll call it i was a little nervous the rehearsal the rehearsal <laughs> podcast yeah see because it's all about format. Goodbye, everybody. Bye. <laughs>